1: We have something new on Moon, P Jug, and Hobbs. Uh, and we used to do this on the radio. We had a wheel that we would spin. Yep. And we would put topics on the wheel. And then whatever we spun and it landed on, even if we didn't want to, that's what we discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we get going, two notes before we whip out the wheel. Because I got one. Okay. I'm threatening you. I got one. Oh, no. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A special welcome to John Hinckley Jr., our newest listener to the podcast. Free after shooting President Reagan uh, 41 years ago. He's not quite out of jail, but he's listening online. He's streaming us, and uh, he will be maybe a guest on the show. You think I can get him? They're saying he's no longer a, a problem.
0: It's hard to get through on the phone lines here. There's so many people calling.
1: Yeah. As a matter of fact, right before we went on today, I got blood work back Ah. and I'm thinking, okay, because I was in the hospital recently and then they loaded me up on a bunch of antibiotics. Well, now they want to see if the infection's gone. Mm -hmm. So then I go in there yesterday, brand new doctor, the guy's six foot eight. Wow. I'm I'm like, did you ever play hoops? Mm -hmm. I mean, I know he's probably been asked that every time he's ever met anyone. Right. And he's like, no, I was a swimmer. And I'm thinking, damn dude, you're as long as a boat right my prostate right now has never been healthier if you did a digital exam right now i'm telling you i'm healthy but then there's the uh you know the glucose is a little high okay and i'm sitting here and i'm eating a lint candy bar are you familiar with lints
0: oh yeah like the l i n d t lint
1: correct and there's one called intense orange mm. i would have to say never eat Intense orange before blood work, where your <laughs> glucose is going to spike, and then they're going to say you're pre-diabetic, and the next thing you know, they got you on meds. Those fatten you up. The next thing you know, hardening of the arteries. You have a stroke. You end up dying, and they plant you.
0: Well, we're never going to get them to endorse our podcast now. When you're just, just <laughs> saying it's a death sentence to, to eat that before an exam.
1: Oh my God, these things are so good. Intense orange.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't dig the orange in my chocolate, but. I know a lot of people do. Uh,
1: I think John Hingley Jr. actually likes it. Uh, I'm trying to do some research on the guy because <laughs> they totally want to have him on the podcast.
0: You know, we've been struggling to get listeners. Maybe we can just get the FBI to listen. You know, we can just get <laughs> we can just get Homeland Security to get interested in our, our <laughs> podcast, and then that's how we get big. Because they're like, "Wow, man, this is these guys are really edgy." Yeah,
1: and an update, by the way, uh, the company that was going to buy the podcast is out. But we do have an outline and we do have a wheel. We're going to go back to that here in a minute. All right. Uh, But first, I want to dedicate this podcast Mm. to I've never done this before. This is episode 58. Okay. Never done this. Nope. This podcast is uh, dedicated to, if you go on Facebook, a guy named Irish Tim Kenny. Irish Tim Kenny. I worked with this guy in Denver, Colorado. He was our morning news guy and I was our night guy. Our paths didn't cross that often at work, but they did quite frequently in staff meetings and events and concerts and all that other stuff. The time I lived in Denver, my drinking and my drug use was getting out of control. My addiction was rising to levels that were not good and they were going to, they were going to kill me seriously. Mm -hmm. I ended up going to treatment. I was one of the very few that remain sober to this day with the exception of the medical cannabis, right? Which is a whole nother deal we'll get into, but Irish Tim Kenny, uh, our morning news guy, I did not know was a member of Alcoholics Anonymous.
0: Well, that's part of the, the, the AA part.
1: Right. They're I'm anonymous. Sure. That being said, he watched me spiral into the ground from a high altitude and said nothing. After I get out of treatment, I've got to go to aftercare, which is in a hospital setting. And I do that for a couple of weeks. And then they said, okay, now you're going to start going to AA. I'm like, okay, I want to stay sober. And at that point, I really, really did. Honest to God, I go to an AA meeting. And who is it? Irish Tim Kenny.
0: You're not supposed to say, you're not supposed to say the people you meet in the meetings. Remember moon?
1: He's passed away. That's why this podcast is dedicated to Irish Tim Kenny. I owe him my life. Getting sober is not an easy thing. Nope. If you're an addict, I mean, it's tough. I think the relapse rate is well over 90%. It's serious, okay? And I think everybody knows somebody. Maybe it's you. You know, maybe you got addiction issues and you don't really want to address them. Maybe you've kind of thought, maybe I do, maybe my friends are worried, maybe I've done things that, you know, are suspect of someone who might have that genetic disposition, because I do believe it's genetic, and my family, uh, my mom had a a pill thing, Uh, my uncle, you know, pretty much died of alcoholism, I lost two um, grandfathers to alcoholism, and so uh, this to me was life or death. And this guy that I had no idea who would become my sponsor, I met at a meeting and we walked through the 12 steps of AA together. And if you do it and do it properly, uh, you have to address faith issues Mm -hmm. because most junkies don't want to talk about church, but through AA, they talk about a higher power and that's more palatable and people can think about that. Mm -hmm. We admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. And eventually you end up writing an inventory list Uh um, and you learn about a higher power. And after your inventory list of those you harmed, you got to go back and you got to do amends. You have to track people down maybe from 15, 25 years ago, whenever it was that you wronged them and you have to find them. And then you have to figure out a way that you could do something for them that would make their resentment of you, uh, that could bring you peace Mm -hmm. and doing amends is not easy. I'm telling you, I had to do some weird stuff because you know, when you're as messed up as I was, I was doing very bizarre things, waking up in places. I'm like, what? I used to fly to the west coast because you could drink longer
0: you told me that before and i mean that is that is that is some real interesting Issue. behavior you know what i mean like th- that you would go to that length like oh well, here's a place that has alcohol the last thing i would ever think of is an airport or an airline but i suppose right well, yeah
1: because you can drink at the airport you can, you can get, on get it on plane, the plane
0: you're not driving you, get there,
1: you got multiple time zones that you can keep drinking on
0: wow that's... and that's
1: insane mm-hmm and, mm-hmm. but you know, that to me was pretty normal.
0: <laughs> you had some good frequent flyer miles, I guess.
1: I did. As a matter of fact, um, the night before I sobered up, I went to Las Vegas and a friend of mine hit $6,000 on Kino. And she goes, what's Kino? I told her, I said, it's kind of like the lottery, pick some numbers and see if they come up. And uh, at the end of the meal, she's like, well, I got them. I go, how many did you get? She goes, all of them. Wow. And I go, all of them? I said, how much you bet? She said a dollar. And I looked and it was a $6,000 payout.
0: I've never met anybody who's ever really won at Keno.
1: So they take the three of us, the pit boss, all the way back into a room. And they start rolling the videotape. And they play back the balls that are dropping that they then call and put in the electronic Keno boards. They probably played this video six times. Before they wrote the check. Then we went to the cashier cash, the check. I was given a thousand dollars. My uh, wife at that time would was given a thousand dollars. Our friend kept four. She went off to do her thing. I told my wife, I'm not having good luck here. I want to try a different casino. She goes, I am winning here. I'm not moving. Okay. I go, great. Get in a cab, go to a dealer's house.
0: That's how all bad things happen in Vegas. When someone's like, I'm hot in this casino. Someone's like, I'm not, I'm leaving. And then problems.
1: Yep. Problems. Ended up in rehab. I would just like to say if you in any way, I'm not going to go on any further with this, but if you have alcohol or drug related issues, I'd love to talk with you. Moonpjughobbs at gmail.com. wow the wheel worked
0: that was wow i didn't That's, realize we had that kind of a budget on the show okay yeah
1: oh yeah it's huge <laughs> this budget by the way is so huge hold on let me pause that <laughs> 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 oh my god okay guess what the wheel landed on
0: what what did the wheel land on moon
1: should we be forced to see exactly what an ar-15 does to a 10 year old oh god Something has to change. We can't be political on this anymore. Not one more day. We need to sit down and fix this. Agreed. You have people saying that AR-15s or that type of assault rifle have no place in America, except Mm -hmm. the military should have them. And that's it. I'm 100% for that. I've shot guns my whole life, right? I've had handguns shotguns rifles i didn't need an assault rifle you don't have to shoot that much that fast exactly i mean you're you're never going to need need something
0: like that but i mean there's a lot of things you don't necessarily and i mean i've shotguns my whole life in fact i'm going to get my conceal and carry but and you know me i'm like super lefty liberal but i like just shooting and and our friend is uh instructing it oh we're on the wheel again i don't get that's my opinion okay it's probably not an opinion exchange it's probably you said your opinion and i did
1: it <laughs> goes the wheel it just took off i wasn't done talking either the wheel malfunction the wheel it's
0: malfunction a- oh no um but to your question should they no. should be the forced to watch it i don't know i mean that's really on one level that feels really disgusting to me and kind of like a snuff film. But on the other hand, you know what they, one of the things that made people quit smoking was showing pictures of people's lungs. It can be a deterrent.
1: Here's my thing about background checks. Duh, a background check doesn't hurt anything. It's going to the government so that the government can say, you know, something, this person's cool. They could have a gun.
0: Right. It won't prevent necessarily anything either. Like, for example, my brother um, is diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia and yep. he's ex-military and he doesn't really have anything on his record other than some misdemeanors in that. Um, so I think he's in good standing and he could actually go get a gun right now. I think you have to be able to demonstrate an actual need for the gun is what my point would be like, you need to explain to me why you need that as opposed to like a shotgun or something that you would use for like normal hunting.
1: Yeah. And people can get killed with those too. Oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. But I mean, at least I kind of, you know, I mean, you grew up on a farm, you know, I do a lot of stuff in the Midwest. Like, you know, you go out, there's coyotes and there's stuff like that. I mean, some, you know, for certain things, it makes sense, but an AR, we should spin yeah. the wheel. This 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 is a tough subject. Woof.
1: Uh, signs are emerging in Minnesota's latest COVID-19 wave.
0: This is the saddest wheel ever. Like, aren't there any fun things on the wheel?
1: Yeah, there are. They're coming up.
0: There's another way you can die mass <laughs> shooting addiction yeah
1: john, great. john hinkley
0: great john hinkley uh, yes exactly well he didn't kill reagan come on no nah. he gave it his best shot do you remember that what i remember of that time was the pope got shot john lennon got shot and reagan got shot all within about a year i remember that because i was like eight and my mother was catholic and she was praying like non-stop during that wow. period of time yeah
1: the vaccines are waning how many vaccines you taken two two okay why not three i keep thinking
0: i should well i'm going i'm going to have to cuz i have to have a surgery done so i have to have one done
1: i know for me uh, number 1 i felt pretty awful for a couple hours mm-hmm. that was it
0: yeah i mean it didn't uh, super bother me i wasn't i didn't have like a bad reaction or anything it just
1: number 2 i felt worse and it was yeah. longer okay number 3 was even worse Okay. but for a very short amount of time. And then the fourth one, I was sick for an entire day. Uh, eventually, no antibodies, so I ended up getting another drug. Now I'm pretty much bulletproof, so to speak. Sure. Even from John Hinkley. <laughs> <laughs> the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. So Johnny ends up with $10 million. Yep. And Amber ends up with 3 million.
0: Yep. (laughs) Now they're going to, now that's, that's the spinning of which lawyer gets the most.
1: What I want to know about that. What was the whole pooping thing? I never did understand. I mean, I know if you're mad at somebody, yeah. but really,
0: I've been taking kind of a social media break since it's been summertime and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to get into all that, but like so many people I had to go down the, the rabbit hole when they were like kept talking about pooping on the bed and I'm like, who does that? <laughs> on <Who pooped laughs> their own bed. Like, I mean, I understand having an accident <laughs> or something sure. like that, but like like a like a cat that like when you leave and it's mad at you and then you just get on in the bed and you're like, mm-hmm.
1: That is crazy. Ready for another wheel?
0: Sure. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right.
1: Oh, Amber Heard and Johnny Devil. What do you think?
0: I don't know. I think okay. it's interesting she won the counter suit.
1: Las Vegas wedding chapels no longer can use Elvis themed weddings. What? Oh, that's Yep. Crazy. Why? Because the estate of Elvis Presley owns the images and owns the likenesses yeah and so after all these years you know the Elvis stuff's gonna stop and that's a big deal for Vegas they make money on that
0: oh man
1: have you ever ever heard of the flying Elvi
0: yes they were in that movie honeymoon in Vegas
1: my favorite Vegas movie is called last Vegas LAST
0: Oh, okay. That's what the—that's when the old guys go to Vegas.
1: Yep. Morgan Freeman. Yep. Uh, Michael Douglas. I mean, the cast is unthinkably good. And they're all older and getting sick. And they want to have one last time where the guys get together and do a Vegas run. Okay. And, uh, oh, my God. It's really funny. And that was the very first time I ever was exposed to the Aria Hotel. It is gorgeous. And in this movie, I see this. I'm thinking... That's unbelievable. That can't be real. So Mm -hmm. I Google it and sure enough, there it is. And I look at the pricing on the rooms per night and I'm thinking, uh, that's why. Yep. I mean, okay. (laughs) Then I get on Travelocity one time to go to Vegas. I get us rooms at the Aria Mm -hmm. and it was, uh, we included our flight and hotel and the rooms were cheap. Really? Right. Yeah. So we stayed at the Aria. They have a dessert like like a buffet right
0: um i mean we're
1: talking extravagant glucose inducing (laughs) uh, you know you can't have
0: that we talked about that earlier your your glucose levels, do i my my favorite vegas movie is the movie showgirls do you remember Showgirls with
1: elizabeth uh, what's her name
0: uh berkeley yeah elizabeth
1: berkeley yeah and why why did you like it so much
0: i just love the competitiveness between the 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 two women and i cannot remember the other gal's name right now i know it but uh but when she shoves her down the stairs it's like yep Yep." (laughs) (laughs) it's like being in radio get this gig
1: yeah oh my god what's going on with the wheel
0: what's happening
1: the wheel's losing it Ooh, this is fun. Uh, if you drink sugary coffee drinks and a lot of them. Yeah. You have a lower chance of dying. Really? Yes.
0: According that- to
1: who? Starbucks? What's on CNN? It's got to be true. Sure. No, it's from a, a, a medicine college and they surveyed like 171,000 participants. Okay. And they say that if you have. Between one and three sugary, creamy uh, drinks that you would think are horribly bad for you, you have the lower chance of dying. Uh, and they've been monitoring this, I guess, for a number of years now.
0: Well, what's the what's the science behind it? Like, I mean, there's there's a reason behind it, right? Like,
1: now it talks about how the, the body is affected by caffeine. Yeah. It was a 2021 study. Okay. And they're saying, yes, uh, there are several compounds within coffee that are believed to be beneficial. Okay. um, Because they have anti inflammatory and anti aging properties.
0: Okay. But that's in the coffee. Why do we have to have sugary,
1: (laughs) well, sugary cream drinks? When you add that, it it becomes awesome. And, and that is the
0: medical conclusion, okay, good
1: good good. so think about it. do you remember the first time you ever paid like seven dollars for a small cup of coffee? I don't even know if I've ever I
0: mean I must have at some point, but I very rarely buy coffee in a in a coffee place. If I'm meeting someone for coffee, I will, but I very rarely do it because it's too expensive. I just make it at home. I like it the way I make it better anyway.
1: Do you have a um Keurig?
0: Nope, I make mine in a French press. I'm old school. I get my beans ground from a French press and, yep.
1: P-Jug would like that.
0: Yep. I boil Cheeseburg- water. I have a kettle. I'm like I'm like the 1800s over here.
1: God almighty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: tastes good. I'm sorry. A French press is the only way I like to drink coffee at home. So Oh,
1: P-Jug's all about that as well.
0: Yeah. And you can make it for a, a quarter of the cost. <laughs> here we
1: go. <laughs> and a bee. You're, you're not going to believe this
0: one. I'm not. I'm not going to believe it, man.
1: No, this is really good. Okay. Okay. Check this out. Right. Seriously.
0: Okay. See, this is going to be a good one, guys. Everybody <laughs> lean in. Lean in. Turn up your podcast. This is going to be wherever you listen to us. Oh,
1: God. Uh, you're invested in gun companies right now. (laughs) I'm invested in gun companies, right? Yeah, here's the thing it's been found just like the the same people that study coffee.
0: (laughs) Oh my god,
1: yes, (laughs) (laughs) okay. Oh, Jesus, ah, this is really, really good. <laughs> okay, oh Jesus, ah, this is really, really good. uh, honest to God.
0: I'm waiting for it to get good. okay. <laughs> he knows where this is going. <laughs> I do not <laughs> <He's gone. laughs> Yeah, nice crying. oh uh
1: (laughs) here's the thing do you own any mutual funds i i uh i i do i do own some mutual funds okay people have 401ks they have mutual funds sure mutual funds invest in a lot of things sure and guess what are included in a whole lot of mutual funds gun makers (laughs) 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 okay (laughs) oh jesus ah this is really really good Oh, okay. you are well, invested in gun makers.
0: Well, that's something we could do, isn't that? Isn't that something we could do? Like if everybody wants to get some changes with the gun thing, maybe we just pull our our money out of those those types
1: of funds. Well, now there are, uh, you know, funds being put together by you know big dollar guys that are anti-gun. I like investments that. several years well it was before the pandemic but like
0: i think 2018 i am a charity auctioneer and i was hired by an organization and it was an outdoor company and they are not they don't have a base here but they were having their conference here or whatever and i won't say the name but big retail outlet for hunting and, and sporting equipment well i show up and they're like hey you know, the, the temper of the room might not be great because we just had to lay a bunch of people off because they had just lost their contracts. They were ammunition suppliers and they just lost the Walmart contracts and they had to lay off all those people. So, I mean, it makes a difference.
1: Oh, by the way, we haven't gotten to two questions with Putin yet. (laughs) Oh, I was
0: waiting for that. I thought that might be on the wheel.
1: (laughs) You know, I think I'm going to retire the wheel. (laughs) Do you think so?
0: No,
1: everybody loves the wheel. If I get a different wheel. It can
0: work for Pat Sajak, buddy. It can work for you. You know, maybe we should
1: just use that wheel. I wonder if I can find it. <laughs> maybe Walmart. we should just,
0: you know, maybe just, maybe just PJug can, can uh, make a guest appearance as the sound effects operator and just come in and, and be Vanna.
1: <laughs> so, uh, two questions with Putin. You got one?
0: I got, a, I got a question with Putin. Which sex in the city character are you?
1: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mr. Big. I bet he's Mr. Big. Oh, You're-
0: I was thinking of the girls. I kind of feel like he is a little bit of a Miranda in a way because he's very bossy, but also Samantha because I think he's I think he's uh, I think he's very liberated. I think he's very sexually liberated him riding around shirtless on his horse. Oh, you can tell. Yeah. That was the really good one I had. What is my other question? What addictions do you have, if any?
1: My two questions for Putin. Have you ever sharted? Okay. There's number one. All right. And number two, what did you do about it? (laughs) Right? You got to be a problem solver when you shart. Yeah. That's that's the way I'm thinking. I wonder
0: if he has to clean up his own
1: That's a good question.
0: He seems like the kind of guy who would want to handle that kind of business himself, though. He doesn't seem like he would
1: task too much like that. Who is your favorite political leader of all time?
0: Wow, my favorite political leader of all time—that's a big one. Mm, that's tough. I really liked Barack Obama. I really did. You know, and I and I can say that because I lived through it. Yeah, um, I've always had a tremendous amount of respect. Uh, ironically enough, for Dwight D. Eisenhower, I always thought he was. And also, well, no, I can take. I can. I have a better answer too. Ann Richards, the former governor of Texas. I oh, yeah. love Ann Richards.
1: I lived in Texas when Ann was down there.
0: Okay. she was. Did you ever get to meet her? She seemed so cool, obviously. Never had
1: a chance. I did meet uh, members of the Bush family, and that was really super cool because they were the nicest. And I voted for George Sr. twice. Mm -hmm. No, 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 he only ran once. Let me back up. He only won, yep. Yep, I voted for W twice. Yep. My favorite political person could have been Barack Obama as well. I know that Republicans are now sharding. <laughs> okay, but I can say this. If you heard right before I said Barack Obama was awesome, you heard me say I voted for Republican presidential candidates multiple times and will again. I did too. Most I I voted Republican
0: pretty much up until my 30s.
1: I don't try to put a party affiliation on anything. It seems to me my left winger friends don't talk about politics as much as my right winger friends
0: you know i think that has to do with a little bit of who is in power as well because it it you know what i mean it was uh, when you're the party that's not being represented i think you're it's more on your mind i think it's more of a focus but uh no i mean i appreciate people that if you if you're super left and you like you know and super right i can I, I you're a person i can probably find some commonality with you but what i don't like that's happened to the republican party and what switched me around a little bit at least and maybe they'll have a candidate that represents both sides a little bit better but it just became about everything but money i mean the the republican party was always about you know less government less taxation stuff like that and now it's all this choice and LGBTQ rights and you know can you be trans and all of this other stuff, which is just it has nothing. these are constituents. These are your constituents that and why do you care how they live or what these decisions are that they make? That's not your job as as in my mind in the government. that's putting laws on everybody's body.
1: Do you know that I actually looked into the whole death penalty thing?
0: Mm -hmm. because it
1: doesn't happen people get sentenced to death all the time they don't states don't carry it out
0: not very often not very few states are pretty pretty uh texas yep texas
1: yeah um but the death you know you look at the way states execute people some Mm -hmm. use one drug Some use two. And then there's still a couple of states that use the electric chair. (laughs) Yeah.
0: When I was studying law enforcement in college, I had a professor who actually was a retired detective from Houston, Texas. Really? And yep. And it was interesting when you think about it. And I still don't know 20 some years later, exactly how I feel about this, but I can see the guy's point. If you look back in the history of executions in our country, Up until about the 1950s, you would be convicted of a crime and you were hung that year. You were convicted of a crime and you were hung that next year. Sure. It was very immediate. And his argument was, it's such an abstract concept now for people that it doesn't really actually serve to be a deterrent because most people end up with life in prison anyway and you never get executed. And if you get executed, no one sees it. So his idea was to go back to public hangings. Wow, I still don't know how I feel exactly about that. But part of me, like for instances like the school shooting and things like that, where there's absolutely no doubt where we've got videotape, where there's not our, our constitution is based on the concept that it's better to let 100 guilty men go free than put one innocent man in jail. Right. And before we had just, you know, eyewitness stuff and maybe fingerprints and some loose ways to identify people now. I mean, we've really got it dialed in. So I don't know, maybe that's it because it really works for a deterrent. Then if you see someone, because it's not only is it an awful way to die, but what his, uh, what he tapped into is that it's psychologically embarrassing. It's embarrassing because you are going to defecate yourself. You're going to choke to death in public. You're going to look terrible. And so he thought that that was actually a better solution. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it seems a little Hunger Games to me, but.
1: Sure. Okay. Let's get to the most important part of the show. Okay. It's what are you watching?
0: Well, today I caught up on season two of Hacks.
1: Ooh, we're all the way done with it.
0: I wish it was like one or two more episodes longer. Um, I'm glad where it ended up in the season because at the beginning of season two, Gene Smart's character was coming off as pretty unlikable and kind of not redeemable i kind of like i i like the way that they handled it a personal great moment for me during that season and i don't think i'm giving away too much um when she just bombs when she just eats it and then like someone throws a shoe at her on stage like right. i mean i've never had anybody throw a shoe at me but i've had people really not like it before
1: <laughs> i remember somebody threw a shoe at barack obama
0: nope that was george w bush Yeah. And he dodged it. He was, he was in the middle East and he dodged it. He dodged that thing like that. He was like, doink psych. (laughs) He's like, I had older brothers.
1: (laughs) My, my favorite. I'll I'll tell you what. I love listening to George when he was in office, he was a soundbite machine.
0: Oh God. Uh, I know. As a
1: matter of fact, my favorite Carvey
0: did him so well.
1: (laughs) It was great. Uh, uh, George W. Bush was asked, why is Texas the only state in the United States that doesn't have a hate crimes law uh, because if you kill someone because of their sexual orientation, religion, or whatever, it's a hate crime and everybody else has the death penalty for that. Why not in Texas? And George says, well, if you kill somebody in Texas, we kill you back. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> and he wow. said, we don't need a law.
0: You're all over the place today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, hacks, seen it been there done that it's great highly recommend it both of us do what Mm -hmm. else you watching
0: um i'm still there's a couple one or two episodes left of the staircase which i told you about it's the reenactment of this french documentary that was done about 10 years ago about this guy he has a wife who dies in their home on a staircase and then through the course of the trial you find out there was another woman in his life when he lived in Germany 20 years before who also slipped and fell and hit her head and died on a staircase. So it looks a little suspicious.
1: Ooh, That sounds kind of intriguing.
0: Yeah, well, and it's based on a real dude. And that's interesting because if you watch the documentary on Netflix and then you watch the reenactment because it's Tony Collette and Colin Firth and then Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. There's a lot of good actors. Uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger's son is in it. It's, it's a good cast.
1: For me, I have been watching uh, with P-Jug. We started Candy and we got disinterested.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause see, I saw that in my previews and you said, "Eh, and so I was waiting to see what you said. So you're like, it's okay.
1: Kind of got disinterested in that. Oh, then we started the Lincoln lawyer.
0: Oh, I saw a couple episodes of it. Yeah. I see why the girls like that show.
1: Here's what I know about the Lincoln lawyer. It was, I believe written by Michael Connelly who wrote Bosch. I love Bosch on Amazon prime, even though now it's on freebie. Another way for Amazon to make money from Amazon Video. They're smart, man. They're splitting their stock 19 ways. And when that happens, of course, you know, people will be able to afford Amazon stock for a change. Yep. I watched the Norm MacDonald uh, thing that just came out on Netflix. Norm MacDonald died. Of course, he was huge on Saturday Night Live. And, you know, as a stand-up, he had his own thing, Mm -hmm. 100%.
0: And he left SNL because that he would not go easy on OJ Simpson. And they kept telling him, they kept telling him he needed to go easy on him in weekend update. And he's like, no, you know, screw that guy. He murdered her.
1: Well, Norm, before he died, sat down with a microphone and uh, a pair of headphones and he did 90 minutes and it was amazing.
0: Yeah. He's awesome.
1: And there's no audience. It's just him. Yep. And you know, you're captivated the whole time. After that, a group of his friends that were big fans of his sat down to discuss his his work over the years. David Letterman being one of them, Dave Chappelle being another one, Conan O'Brien. I mean, there was a whole bunch of you know really top-of-the-top top comedians that had worked with him on Saturday Night Live. And it was re- I would recommend that. I watched on Netflix just a couple nights ago. It's a little over an hour and a half.
0: Yeah, it was. There's another documentary about him that um, it was about him, not necessarily this particular one, what you're talking about, um, which was pretty interesting. And I was watching it online. I don't know that you can see it on streaming. I I think I saw it on YouTube, but I didn't realize that he had a pretty significant gambling problem.
1: He did. And that's addressed in this thing.
0: It is. okay, yeah, because like he like lost everything and started over like twice, like had. Tons of money, lost all of it, built it up again, did it again.
1: Yeah. And people do that. Addiction's addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. So let's review what we've covered today. It was a lot. We uh, had an outburst of laughter that was (laughs) unexplained. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, Jesus. Ah, this is really, really good. (laughs) okay we had a wheel that was malfunctioning yes we had youtube stuff popping onto the podcast every once in a while (laughs) because i couldn't get the damn thing shut off uh we covered our favorite politicians Mm -hmm. what to do with the the death penalty and assault rifles
0: yeah uh covid
1: covid uh, amber
0: (laughs) heard and johnny Depp trial moon's blood work
1: my blood work. Yeah.
0: Uh the passing of your friend.
1: Irish Tim Kenny.
0: Irish Tim Kenny. God
1: rest. Yep. And and Moon. Just and the only only two stories we didn't get to are the nurses are wanting to go on strike. Ah. We don't want that. Because well, of you, COVID. Do. It's of you I didn't do anything. <laughs> and then the, the the you know the sports story that's getting me today. Okay. The Houston Texans had a quarterback named Deshaun Watson. Yes. He was amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, athletically gifted. He also had 22 women file assault charges on him and they finally, because he could afford a lot of attorneys with the pay he had. um, He did not lose his contractual agreement with the Texans, but they ended up getting rid of him. Mm -hmm. And now the Cleveland Browns picked him up uh, because he's saying, wait a minute, I had 22 uh, charges brought against me. None of them have went to trial. I've not been found guilty. I can contribute to your you know your team. Cleveland's got a pretty good team. So they pick him up and as soon as he gets here now another person files. So what's it going to take? Well, I mean to his
0: point, I don't want to ever protect a sexual predator, but I mean if he hasn't been found guilty of anything, I don't think that they can really just you know, I mean the, the, I mean depending on his contract they can get rid of him if they want to, but um, but I think the Browns, you know, what are you going to do if it turns out that these allegations are correct? And are you going to handle that the right way? I'm surprised they didn't, the Steelers didn't take him. Obviously they had Roethlisberger for all those years. And he doesn't yeah. have a sterling reputation. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, but I mean, if, if we are innocent until proven guilty, so, you know, but like I said, I mean, if the accusations become correct, then what's Cleveland going to do? Cause that's not, that's not okay. When I worked at B ninety six, the hip hop station, I went to a, a grand opening of the W Hotel when they had just redone it, and I was doing red carpet stuff. And I met um, Darren Sharper, who used to play for the or for the Packers and then briefly for the Vikings. Well, a few years later, he was convicted of rape, and I believe it was Las Vegas. He had he had given women roofies and and that kind of a thing thing right i don't i think getting like two or three years but what's bizarre is i mean you just don't know i mean here's this handsome man i mean he was gorgeous in person and dressed to the nines clearly wealthy you don't think people like that have to do stuff like that you know what i mean you think you know what i mean like sure. what 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 makes you get off on that? That's what's really confusing to me is like, you don't have to, you know, not that you should ever attack anybody, but there's like, you know, when, when you've got that kind of status wealth and you're, you're attractive, you would think that that would, it would be very easy for you to find accompaniment, but, but that's not what most sexual assaults are about. It's about power. It's not really about sexuality.
1: Well, it's like Elon Musk. Elon Musk has some accusations working against him right now.
0: Oh well he you can just tell with him. He's creepy looking. You think so? Oh my god, don't you? He looks like artificial intelligence. I those eyes to me are dead. There, there's nothing behind those things.
1: I believe he has Asperger's, does he not?
0: I don't know. I I I do not I do not know, but to me he has the eyes of a shark. Like it's just like there's nothing there.
1: I watched him on Saturday Night Live and he did a great job. It was fun. Uh, did you hear what he's doing at his office now? Because Tesla has made him the wealthiest man on the planet because Mr. Bezos had the uh, divorce. Mm-hmm. Now he's second place. I think he's only got 350 billion Poor guy, right? But, but his wife has the other half. So that's good. Uh, but this is true. You know, a lot of people after COVID hit would work from home. And now Elon Musk wants everybody working uh, at the office and vaccines are available. There's protections and protocols and he wants people to come back. Well, there's a lot of people that are not wanting to go back. They're doing just fine. And he has went to uh, all of his employees through email and says that everyone at Tesla is required to spend a minimum of 40 hours in the office per week. If you don't show up, we're going to assume you've resigned. Hmm. And so now there's a big blow up.
0: See, he's kind of a jerk.
1: They've moved their headquarters down to Austin, Texas now.
0: Yeah, I know. And it's, and it's, and it's resulted in huge increases on prices and all that stuff. Like it's the, we drove past it when I was down in Austin a couple of months ago, we drove past where the Tesla headquarters is. It's massive.
1: I bet. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, think about it. electronic vehicles are going to be the way to go. I actually invested in a stock whose symbol is ABB. It's a company and they're doing charging stations. Mm. They're doing them all over Europe. Uh, they're making them so you'll build uh, instead of plugging your car in, you'll be able to just drive over a charger like the wireless chargers you have on your phone.
0: Now that's, that's what you need because, you know, the the range isn't there. It's one thing if you live on a coast, but if you're in the Midwest, like we are, there's not enough range. You can't. And if you get stuck in a storm or something like that, I mean, they're just, they're not practical around here. I don't think. And, but also too, people have to remember like electricity is still something that has to be produced. It's not Mm it's you know it's like okay well then are we getting it from nuclear or are we getting it from like where are we getting the electricity from so there's not not a cost to that either people think oh yeah but it's you know i mean in, in a way it's better for the environment but i mean if we end up relying more on nuclear power and things like that to make up the deficit of not using fossil fuels well you know i was just watching the the documentary on uh, on three mile island so there's that
1: Ooh, i only wrote in one tesla i had one friend that owned one Mm-hmm. And he said, this is the fastest car I've ever been in. And I'm like, really? Yeah. And this was not a top-of-the-line Tesla, right? It was kind of a mid-range Tesla. He said that the car would go zero to 60 in just over two seconds.
0: Yep. Electric cars are super fast. For and I, It doesn't seem like they would be, but the, yeah, the combustion engine doesn't keep up.
1: I can tell you this. I felt like I was going to be ejected through the back windshield. Mm-hmm. It was unthinkable. That's, it, yeah. it felt like my face was stretched.
0: Yep. That's what it feels like when you're taking off. Like I would imagine in a funny car or something like that.
1: And I looked younger. Yeah. My face was stretched.
0: Oh, maybe I need that.
1: <laughs> a Tesla? Yeah. yeah just to
0: stretch. Just like right before, you know, a date, you know, just pull it back a little bit.
1: Yep. Hit it. Hit the gas on the Tesla. Well, today we've covered uh, a lot of different things. We hope you've enjoyed at least a fraction of those because we were probably hitting about 95 topics today. (laughs) Next week, we'll do 180 on Moon P. Jug and Hobbs.